Okay, guys, we are living the authentic life, authentically late, authentically posting from my Facebook page personally instead of the Vintage Contessa because the Facebook Live did not want to go live. But we have such an incredible guest, Steve Sella, one of my husband, the Count of Monet, Rob's. Oh my God, my bromance. But She's he, gonna say, they have yeah. such this bromance. <laughs> They met through this really cool networking group of men called Whitehall, and I knew Steve was cool. I mean, look at this guy. He works out. He's in great shape. He's, he's always good, stylish. He's got good hair, too. Yeah, he has incredibly successful business, sleep apnea, apnex, and then he's doing this super cool new business following his passion about... Um, virtual assistance and then he came in and brought me this incredible planning book so I don't even know if 45 minutes is going to do justice today but tell him why you have a bromance, bromance with him he hustles he works hard he's got multiple things going on I think he might have some ADD like I do yeah maybe True Always, entrepreneur. He, has, he sees visions. I mean, I know he has a lumber company when he was younger. Still think he does. Yep, I think he does business do. with his family and yes. integrated too. My brother and father. Yeah. And yep. I met his father last week at a breakfast and mm -hmm. great man. And where are you from? I was actually born in Houston, but to Argentinian parents. Um, and then we moved to Mexico. My dad, my mom and dad, or my dad was in the oil and gas business. Mm -hmm. So we moved around a little bit. But, uh, Really, family from Argentina. All my upbringing is kind of Argentinian, um, empanadas and asado and stuff like that that we still do, and gnocchi and things like that, which is basically Italian to some degree, right? It so is. it's very Italian. So, but we're proud Argentinians, and there's a great Argentinian community in Houston as well. Um, so yeah, but uh, born in Houston, went to school in Waco, at Baylor University, um, and then got is that uh, Sikkim Bears. Sikkim Bears, yeah, Sikkim Bears. Just making yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 Because yeah. I'm married to an Aggie, and I'm trying yeah, to learn yeah, yeah. all these things. Yeah, and I have an Aggie now, too. My middle daughter, I have three daughters, and my middle daughter just is a freshman at Texas A&M. Yay, whoop, how yeah. about that Alabama win? Yeah, oh, that was amazing. Oh, yeah. got to put that out there, because yeah, we was... don't get to brag a lot as Aggies football right now, but. That's right. We got a play-by-play -play, uh, that evening from her, and she, uh -huh. was so, she was thanking us for sending her there and whatnot. Aww. I was thanking her for not going to Baylor, just on the price differential. <laughs> To myself, I was thinking on that. My oldest daughter's at Baylor, um, okay. so but uh, they're both doing great, and we were very proud of them. And they're going to be. But wonderful. your education is so much more than Baylor. What you, what I found that you told me is you're a huge advocate of Tony Robbins, and that's one of the most pivotal things yeah. that's affected your journey. I tell you, I'll tell you what. It's funny. It's funny, like how you have these things that happen in your life, right? Where uh -huh. they're just pivotal moments. And for me, it happened. I was 11 years old. Um, I found myself traveling by myself to Venezuela um, from Houston and uh, I didn't really read that much when I was younger. I didn't like reading that much but I walk into a bookstore and I see this little book on the bottom shelf and it says the greatest salesman in the world. And I pick that book up and I read the back cover and I read it and it was just amazing to me. It's by a guy named Og Mandino, OG yes. Mandino. You left that book. Yeah. I've read the book also. Okay. He told me to read the book. Okay. Oh, okay. So the greatest salesman in the world, I, read, I sat on that plane and I read that book from cover to cover on that plane. Uh -huh. And um, in the book, it talks, there's this, there's this old, the greatest salesman in the world finds a young apprentice and he makes him the greatest salesman in the world. And he does it by giving him a chest of scrolls. And the boy is, it's a camel boy, by the way. He's a poor, poor young man. The camel boy is told to live with each scroll 
for 30 days, right? The first scroll explains to him what to do with each additional scroll, and then he's to live with each scroll for 30 days. So I just read that book, 11 years old, and I just decided to live with each scroll like the boy, his name is Hatfit. So like the first ah. scroll is, I will greet this day with love in my heart. And it goes, I will greet this day with love in my heart for that is the greatest secret of success in all ventures. Muscle can split a shield and even destroy life, but only the unseen power of love can open the hearts of man. And until I master that art, I will remain no more than a peddler in the marketplace. And it goes on to say all these things. Okay, crying, so, tears of joy, that's so So that was the good. first book yeah. I ever saw like wow. that. And then I was like, and then a bunch of other things. My mom's yeah. an artist and things like that. And I just said, wow, there's people out there that can see things I can never see but I can read books about them and learn from them. And then I just took off. So if you go to my office, I have like 500, I mean, I just have hundreds and hundreds of books of anything like that and in that space. So that's, that's why. But I, also you were open enough to see that and receive it because I feel like so many people walk through life and as parents right now, we're trying to get that. How many times do you say that about Bella? Yeah. We just want to protect her and we're trying to teach her to not make the mistakes we've made, it's unfortunate that children need to make the mistakes, but we're just trying to help them not make as many. And yeah. choose that, joy. Yeah, choose joy. Yeah. And you can look at the glass half full or half empty. And if you just do the half full, more often than not, it turns out a lot better than if you take the other approach. Absolutely. It's so true. You know, I'll say this my wife and I took this class called Growing Kids God's Way by the Ezos. And there's okay. one thing, there's so many things in that class that we learned. And I'm just like, I'm like a young dad to be, and I'm sitting there like, I don't know anything, right? Mm -hmm. But one of the things is teaching in times of non-conflict, which I just thought was genius. So what, ha what that means is you're cruising the car, and Bella's like having a great time, and she's great. That's the time to train. Not when uh, you're fighting, which is exactly, what everyone does. Why would you ever train someone when you're not you're, fighting? Exactly. But the Ezos are like, happy. teach in times of non-conflict. Oh, so we're cruising so the car, and... Her, their mom's like, just, you know, hey, now we're going to get to your in-laws, give everyone a kiss, or, or not, you know, my in-laws, my, my family, give yeah. everyone a kiss, look them in the eye, don't hide behind me, like when they're little babies, right? Yeah. Don't, she's training them and teaching yeah. them in times of non-conflict. Not when they're, they're already hiding behind you, pulling them out. Get you know? over here, go yeah. give them a hug, No, go get embarrassing them. Mm -hmm. You're yeah. doing it in the car preemptively. Shame is a word that um, yeah. Danae has studied a lot of with Brene Brown, and that's her big thing is... How to empower someone instead of shaming them, them through it yeah. is give them that. Okay, and then tell them about the Tony Robbins first experience. Yeah. You went so, to one of his actual... I've, I've, done, I've done everything. He has a master university. I'm a graduate master university. He, his introductory course or his introductory seminar is called UPW, Unleash the Power Within. Uh -huh. I've done that three times. Wow. Um, just because I took my brother and then I took my brother-in-law. I took my best friend. Mm -hmm. um, and I was telling, I was saying that in that... In that first introductory seminar, you lead up, you do learn all these things the whole day. You, and he, mm -hmm. he, he warps time on purpose, Tony does. So you'll be there like 22 hours or something. <laughs> it feels like that. It's freezing cold. It's hot. It's, he does all these things. But at the very end, you walk across burning coals, barefoot okay. against burning coals. And you walk up to those coals, and they're burning your face. Mm -hmm. But you walk right across. And the whole point is, it's not like a, you know, as he says, this isn't a cute parlor trick. It's the fact that you believe that your feet are going to burn, but they don't. So in life, what other limiting beliefs do you have that you won't walk across? You know, I'm too, I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm, I'm not, I'm too fat. I'm too skinny. I'm too old. I'm too young, right? Mm -hmm. So um, it's funny, like people have limiting beliefs. If they would just pause and say, let me find some anecdotes that prove otherwise. Like they say, I'm too old. 
Well, I think Colonel Sanders started Kentucky Fried Chicken when he was 65 because he couldn't make it on his Social Security. 65, he decides to start Kentucky Fried Chicken, right? So there's, there's always stories of people that have done what you're thinking you can't do. You know? We're celebrating the 10th anniversary of the Vintage Contessa, and I became the Vintage Contessa at age over 40. There you go. And I started, I, can you believe I'm over 40? I'm just going to do the I know, it's crazy. Which, which, which that, that, crazy. That, that's super young anyway. Like you have a whole know, life ahead of you, so that, much more to do. And so how, you have multiple businesses. Tell us how those evolved from your passions. Yeah. You found a need, you so, figured it out. So I always, I always say this, um, and this goes, back to, this goes back to your beliefs, right? So my mom owned her own bakery, delicatessen, co-signed by my grandfather, when she was in her teens, in she would, no, wow. in, Argentina, in Argentina, in Buenos Aires, okay. yeah, in Buenos Aires. So, so wow. she, and then my grandfathers were all bakers. They all owned their own, their own places and whatnot. So I kind of come from that family. So it was, it was, it was, and my dad owned his own business. So I had that belief mm -hmm. where it was, it was easier for me mm -hmm. to, to have that. Um, now I was on track to be a doctor. Like my whole life I was going to be an orthopedic surgeon. Um, but I kind of switched it up because I got married very, very young at 20. Mm -hmm. Um, so I went to business, but the, the ability to like start businesses or get into business was just right there. Um, the other thing that happened was my father-in-law is a tremendous businessman and an entrepreneur and whatnot. So all of a sudden, I kind of got, I got, I had a mentor that just showed me the possibilities inside, even more so than my parents showed me, right? He showed me how business is done in the, in the U.S., how business is done in Houston and whatnot. And it was another thing. Like it was just you're just invincible with that kind of backing, you know. And I, I remember, um, I remember the first company we bought was a lumber company, and and I just knew. I remember feeling like, I mean, I can call my dad, I can call my father-in-law, I can if any like problem I have. And I remember the first time um, something happened in our plant. We got this big order, and this machine broke. And I like, remember running back to my office, going, Oh my goodness, what am I gonna do now? I'm gonna call Jim, my father-in-law. And then I thought to myself, you know. I have means, I have, I have things at my disposal. I, I'm gonna go buy the equipment and we're gonna install it tonight. And we worked till like midnight that night, installed the machine with my foreman, Alberto. And then we got the thing up and running and the guys stayed there. They stayed, worked all night to get the order out the next day. And from that moment on, I was like, you just, you can do it. You can do it. You know, you don't need other people. I mean, you need help, but you don't have to just rely on other people. You have what it takes also to do. And that was kind and of I, a pivotal moment. I think moment. that a lot of young kids today, not to stereotype, they don't realize that you have to physically do it. Like yes. you were not telling your plant people to do it. No, you, you were worked hand in hand with them. Absolutely, you figured it out. You led them by example. Absolutely. So that goes to another great, great anecdote in my life. Right. Uh -huh. My father, uh, vice president of an international company. He's uh -huh. an engineer by trade. Uh -huh. um, he tells me one day his 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 he had all these people in this huge plant in Venezuela, uh -huh. and. Uh, they were kind of like saying, "Hey, you're demanding too much from us, or whatever. Mm -hmm. You're you're doing, you're asking too much from us." So what he he doesn't say a word. He shows up the next morning in his overalls. They didn't oh, even know he yeah. had overalls, right? He's the right. president. Oh, exactly. He comes in and says, "Jorge," he's in his overalls with Jorge. He goes down to a machine and he works a half day on the machine, and he he produces what they're to produce in the whole day. I think he produced in half a day. Mm -hmm. And he turns to them and goes, "If an old man like me can do this in half a day, then I don't think I'm asking too much from you." to do it in a whole day. And I just remember that. I remember oh, that. Yeah, so I can, awesome. I can do anything in my companies. Like I can, yes. I can operate the saws. I can do all the accounting. I can do, I can do all the back office stuff. I know how to do almost everything there. So just because I just, I have that example from my dad doing that. So it's very important. 
Um, and then lumber to sleep? It's just business. Yeah, it's just business. Yeah, it just, it's just, a, so, so what happens is, so what happens is I, I have learned, I love, like, like Rob will tell you, I love everything cars. Like okay. it could be a Miata. Uh-huh. It could be a Porsche with 500 horsepower. It could be a Miata with 200 horsepower. It doesn't matter. I love everything cars. I love everything business. I, I love, ah. I love what you do. I love the thought of like finding these hidden treasures and special things. I love that. And I love, and all businesses, although they're all independently, they have the slight things that are different. They all have all of these things that are exactly the same. Specifically, kind of the, the revenue cycle is exactly the same, right? We have, we have a sale that occurs. We have, we have inventory. We have accounts receivable. We have accounts payable. That's the same in all businesses. Mm -hmm. And so that's very interesting to me too. Once you kind of have that blueprint, and you can go sell bicycles. I'll tell you what, once you have the blueprint of marketing online, then the oh, sky, now is the sky is the limit. Mm -hmm. Like once you figure that, I, I tell my kids, they're studying psychology and nursing, I told them, the holy grail is marketing. That's the holy grail. Like, you learn how to market, I, you can it's do It's just it. a different widget to sell. Yeah, then you can sell bikes, you can sell bags, you can sell anything, right? And you can do anything. So they're not listening to me though, which is fine. <laughs> I know, we're parents, what would we know? It, so, uh, did you have sleep issues, and that's how you saw a need for it? Were you in early in the game or no. midway? So, interestingly enough, my thesis in high school was sleep and dreams. I wrote a 91-page paper on sleep and dreams for some reason. Um, so, it was something of interest to me. It has no bearing on anything. I, um, I, I had bought the lumber company, the, the pallet company, and all of a sudden, this guy shows up, and his name was Tim Aldridge, and he... Um, he had set up a friend of ours on CPAP, the device that basically yes, helps a person sleep properly. CPAP. So, um, and he was, this guy lives in a rather large house uh, in Memorial, so he was <laughs> pitching him that deal. Uh -huh. And this gentleman said, well, I do real estate and stuff, I don't do, but, but I know some guys that are entrepreneurs, maybe you talk to them. So that's how he came to me. And I, I said earlier I wanted to be a physician, so I had this, I always had this desire to be in healthcare right and help wow. people all of a sudden this guy shows up with his business plan and I'm like okay but we just bought this lumber company I'm like but it's just it wasn't a very big investment mm -hmm. let's go ahead and do it and I'll watch the books and I'll and I'll nurture it and whatnot mm -hmm. and so that's kind of how it started just it just the guy just showed up through a friend and then we just took off from there and then we had a falling out um, we were not equally yoked and um, <laughs> yeah. We were not. Is a good way to put, we were not equally yoked. In a partnership, someone always works harder, and that's the biggest difficulty in a partnership. Yeah, is being understand. If you put in eighty percent and they put in twenty percent, because fifty-fifty doesn't work. If it doesn't help on both sides, partnerships can be very difficult. Very difficult. So anyway, the other thing was, I just we were not equally yoked. I didn't see me like pushing the business, and then. I didn't feel like he deserved what the effort I was about to put in. So luckily my dad was just retiring from oil and gas and so we bought him out and my dad came in. And then oh, once wow. my dad was there, it was guns ablaze and we started doing acquisitions, we started buying other companies and stuff, it was really fun. That's the most fun. What year was this? This was 2009. Okay, so 2009. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, so we started buying other companies and doing uh -huh. acquisitions and and uh, it was a lot of fun. And how, it, so do you sleep well? I do. I do sleep well. I do use a CPAP though. You um, do? Yeah, yeah, I do use a CPAP. I and do you wear those silly rings like we have the aura rings that measure your sleep? I do not, no. 
No, I don't. I don't do that. I, I just don't. I don't look at the things. But I actually use a device called a BiPAP Auto, which is okay. basically like the Cadillac, so to speak, of CPAPs. A lot of uh -huh. people don't know that they they're not offered the device because uh -huh. insurance companies don't want to pay for it. Um, but uh -huh. if cost is no option, I basically tell folks to like to give you an idea. A CPAP might be twelve hundred dollars. A BiPAP Auto might be double that or something. Oh, okay. Like. But it's just so much more comfortable in how it works for you. So a, a CPAP just blows air out and keeps your airway open. Uh -huh. And when you're, blow, when you're exhaling, you're blowing against that air. Okay. BiPAP, it lowers the pressure as you exhale. Okay. So you're not pushing against the, the, the column of air. Does that make sense? Because mm -hmm. uh -huh. inhaling is a passive, a passive thing. Your, your, your um, diaphragm creates a vacuum and air just goes in. But exhaling, your diaphragm is pushing against your lungs to exhale. So if I have this air blowing in, I have to like work extra hard to push out. Well, the BiPAP Auto lowers the pressure so I can just blow right out. So it's more comfortable, basically. Oh, but it is 2400 bucks or something like that. I have a question about, so what do you actually do to study people's sleep? How, do you, how can you help somebody? I don't sleep well lately. Okay. So there's, so there's, there's a lot of issues with sleep, right? There's all kinds mm -hmm. of, there's narcolepsy. There's, there's, we primarily deal with, well, we deal with all issues in sleep. Okay. But we're, but we're dealing with um, a sleep breathing disorders. Primarily obstructive sleep apnea, which a lot okay. of people have, right? Mm -hmm. um, so what happens with these folks is they, they, when they sleep, they obstruct. Their airway obstructs and closes, and they basically stop breathing. Mm -hmm. So as your bed partner, you'll see them like just basically snore. And they'll, they'll snore, and then they'll just stop. They'll be like... <sighs> <clears throat> you know, and then they'll, they'll kind of... So what happens is your, your body has a gag reflex. When the CO2 builds up because you're not breathing, mm -hmm. your diaphragm goes wake up or, or take a breath is what it does. Mm -hmm. Same thing if you're underwater. What drowns you, you cannot stop that. Like as you're, as you're swimming the surface and you're running out of air, you're gonna inhale all that seawater because your diaphragm is gonna say, you have to breathe, sir. You cannot stop it and it'll open up your air when you breathe in. Same thing with when sleep. You're not breathing, it'll have that, that reaction, you'll take in air. So what we do is we put this device that basically it's a, it's a pneumatic stint is what it is. It blows air down and keeps that airway open nice and calm, like the minimum amount of air to keep the airway open at all times, so you never obstruct. You just breathe in and out, in and out. It's really kind of nice, like when you do it right, like I say, it's like, it's like a gentle hug from God. Like as you go to sleep, Aww. it's like a little, that's really what it is. Like you thing. literally feel like it's just, it's just lovely. Now well, a, lot I, of people, a lot of people might say, well no, I have that thing, I had to put this thing on my face or whatever. Yeah. Now the truth is, like mine just goes in my nose. So uh, there's a lot of art, oh. by the way, to fitting that mask. So yes. like. So like we have a, a, a beautiful lady at, at, the, at the Apnix, her name's Barbara Felder. She's been doing this 25 years, um, right? She's fitted a few masks, a few faces, right? Mm -hmm. If you have a goatee or if you have a you know, different mask, right? Your large nostrils, small nostrils, it's an art. So a lot of companies now just wanna ship it to you. Yeah, we have a hundred different types of masks and we're gonna sit you in a lazy boy, we're gonna fit you, we're gonna let you take a nap at, you know, if you want to take a nap in the lazy boy, they'll let you take a nap and just see how it feels. So there's a lot of things that you need to do um, to make that work the right way. Because I am putting a foreign object on your face and blowing air down your airway. So it's... Now, it can a, you roll to your side and sleep or sleep on your stomach also with this? You on? can. You can. They've made... There's a lot of technology, massive technology that goes into those things. And they've come a long way. And it's interesting that you brought that up because there's some, there's some counterintuitive things that occur to some people, right? So they'll tell you... Um, the masks have a double wall that inflates with the air coming in, right? Okay. So it kind of floats on your face. So when you turn like this, it can float and not break the seal. 
So say you have a person who is leaking air. What's the natural inclination? You're leaking air, you tighten down on the thing. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the wrong thing to do because you're breaking that, that double wall inflatable seal by tightening it down. You probably need a new mask. It's probably degraded and it's not sealing properly or something. Your, your facial oils degrade the silicone, right? Okay. So, but it's counterintuitive. So they, they're, they're having trouble, they don't call, they tighten down the mask, they get frustrated, they stop using it. 50% of all people stop using that thing. And we're basically saving their life. I mean, we are absolutely saving their health. Like, you know, we don't know everything about sleep, but we know that unlike any body bodily function, sleep is cumulative. Like if you don't eat, you eat a little bit more, but you, don't, you can't eat twice as much. But if I deprive you of sleep, A, your body will actually shut you down. There was a guy named Dean Carnazza's ultra marathon man. He wanted to run 300 miles. He had to stop at mile 268 because he fell asleep while running in the street. Like his wow. body's like, sir, no, no mas. mas. No mas, yeah. <laughs> you know? okay. And he was afraid he was gonna die, right? Like hit traffic, whatever. And, and so, and if you don't sleep, we see that your body tries to have more sleep, right? We also know now that there's these, there's these sugars in your brain that every time you sleep, get washed away. And we think it's related to Alzheimer's, right? Um, so if you sleep more, you have less one hundred percent. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We know that that these um, these um, I can't remember the name now. Uh, it's a sugar, an amyl amylide plaque or something like that, gets rinsed off and washed off while we sleep. So it's very important to sleep well. The other thing, of course, is people that obstruct and have have sleep apnea. They they um, your body goes through these processes from ten p.m. to two a.m. Primarily dropping uh, growth hormone, reparative things in your body, right? So when you're not sleeping, you're not going into REM sleep or deep sleep in those hours, your body never releases the growth hormone. Your pituitary doesn't release what it needs to release. And so you see diabetics, you see, you see poor sugar metabolism, weight gain, things like that. Well, part of it is because you're not sleeping during 10 to 2 in the proper times and your body naturally does those things. So there's a bunch of different things. And they don't have REM sleep either. They don't have dreams because they're obstructing and they're jumping out of the sleep. So, and we know, that, we know that REM sleep is important. We don't know exactly why, but we know it's important for us to dream, right? So even as a woman aging, again, mm -hmm. I'll say that, I was, um, I'm perimenopausal, and when I finally figured out my hormones, I was able to sleep more, mm -hmm. which I think is pretty interesting that even your hormones could affect your ability to sleep. But we, I joined the Sydenham Clinic and did this whole DNA analysis, mm -hmm. and part of that journey of health is sleep and every day kind of getting a check-in and knowing on this aura ring, it tells you how well you sleep and what you're ready for. Mm -hmm. And it almost gave me forgiveness if I knew I was extra tired, mm -hmm. that I had to say, I need to slow down because we don't always listen to our bodies as entrepreneurs. And in fact, that's something here, when you gave me this incredible book, it's um, a planner, I love this, when you said, you score yourself daily. One of the thing is energy. I manage my mental and physical energy well. Yeah. Because I feel like you only have so much energy you can have in a day. Yeah. You absolutely. You have a, the, 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 um, the um, Chinese call it qi, right? Uh -huh. it's, it's nerve energy. And you only have a certain amount for the day. You don't have forever chi, right? Like you only have a certain amount. So if you, if you wake up at five in the morning, go tax, yes. tax your body, lift weights, 
you have used up a certain measure of that nerve energy, right? That's just a get, that's an absolute certainty. And so, you know, are you going to have that later on is something, you know, a friend of mine taught me this thing about a box, a candy box. And there's, uh -huh. there's different pieces of the box, right? One is your, your love life. One is your finances. One is right. And they all has to equal up a hundred. It all has to fit in that one box. So if you take some from one, it, it has to, you're, if you're making one bigger, the other one has to get smaller kind of thing. But, um, but yeah, the, in, in today's society, certainly in the United States, right, like we're, I mean, I used to like be proud, like I'd wake up at four in the morning. Oh yeah. Right? I'd sleep four or five hours. Like, I, mean, I, was, I don't need sleep. I'm, I'm tough. tough. I'm, I'm in the strong. sleep business and I'm doing that. I, I do this that. This one? You know what? I don't do that anymore. I don't use an alarm. I wake up when I wake up. Now, granted, I'm blessed. I have a different schedule and whatnot, but mm -hmm. I, I was one of those guys that would wake up at four and then I noticed I'm like, I can't concentrate on stuff. And I was like, well, that's weird. And then I was like, whoa, it's because I'm like, I'm working out like a lunatic at five in the morning, right? So now what I do is my workout is my gift to myself. If I get everything done and I'm good to go, I go work out in the afternoon. Um, you know, I don't, I, it was way, I was way more structured and rigid on that. Working out and it, working out became the number one thing and it just can't be, you know? Not to mention, at this, at, at a certain age, stretching should be the number one thing. Well, exactly. At a certain age, like, you know, working your joints should be, go, going to have, like, massage, and that should be our number one thing. The workout you can do two times a week, three times a week, right? Um, by the way, full disclosure, coming from a guy that if he could, he'd work out seven days a week. Yeah, because you love it. I it, love it. It's not a to-do list. It's something no. that is a deposit for you. We call them <laughs> deposits and withdrawals. So for me, I really noticed is I said that Bella was the priority, our daughter was the priority in my life, but sometimes I'd work so hard during the day that I would get home and I'd be exhausted and ready to do nothing and she'd need me and I'd have nothing left. So mm -hmm. I literally have tried to refocus my days that I can have something left for her and for Rob and it has changed the way that we interact because it is only so much. You cannot keep, and he would say, you're volunteering for all these other people all and we need you this, here. This. And it was something I really had to come to terms with. COVID kind of helped because mm -hmm. we all- mm -hmm. We had an 18 month mm -hmm. break. Yeah. Cleared yeah. and we that. only put back in yeah. what? And so you, was it during COVID that you started this remote business? No, I started it. I started it. Luck. I started it before COVID. I started. Which is just brilliant. Yeah. Well, it's just pure luck. I can't. I can't really. And what's the name of it again? It's called Strategic Office Support. Strategicofficesupport.com. This is in the Philippines. It's in the Philippines. Well, it's 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 yeah. It's based in the U.S. It'll say Bel Air, uh -huh. but all the employees and everything in the company is actually in the Philippines, and the employees are in the Philippines and whatnot. Oh, so, so being this goes to that too. Being entrepreneurs, having so much to do all day long, never getting your to-do list done. You came up with the idea that yes, that well, interestingly enough, the way this came about was I I have three daughters. My wife and I we, we had the schedule was getting too crazy, right? And things as simple as making reservations for dinner, mm -hmm. making reservations for travel plans and things of that nature, right? So I said I'm going to get a I'm going to try this assistant thing, which I've tried many many times okay. in India. I've tried different kinds. Of, my man uh -huh. in India, and I've tried other things. Didn't really work out that well because the English. Is hard yeah. to understand, but the Filipino English is—it's like our English. It's colloquial. It sounds just like us, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I go out and I, I interview a bunch of different companies, and I find this one company, and I hire this young man called Sai, and uh, 
And one of the first things I asked Cy was, hey, Cy, my wife and I are going to go to, we're going on a little trip to South Carolina. Um, here's our hotel. I want you to book us breakfast, lunch, and dinner and sightseeing for those three or four days or whatever. Just book everything, blah, 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 blah. Send it back to me or whatever. So I'm like, let's test it out, see what happens. Four or five hours later, I get this Word document. It has all the bookings, Yelp reviews. He said, I took the liberty of booking you on this like little cruise thing. I did, I did this, I did this, I booked you here. I, hey, this is like the best steakhouse in the whole place. I got your reservations. It's a little late, but all they have is nine. Everything. And I was like, oh, this is so worth it. This is so worth it. And then- Because you time to research all that versus you being took, present took him, with your family. Exactly. Took him five, four or five hours. Like he was on, you know. Yeah. And they're, they're better at, I mean, he's better at it than I am. Like right. searching for everything, Yelp reviews and the way he did it. So I was like, well, this is awesome. So we kind of developed that relationship from uh -huh. that and we started working together. Mm -hmm. And um, then what happened was um, I actually put him into my private, my email. And I said, hey, Cy, I get bogged down in my email and I lose a lot of time. I want you to look at all the email and I want you to do three things. I want you to delete all the junk. I want you to flag the things that I that specifically asking me for something and I want you to put for review for anything else that you don't understand and then we're gonna go over it so that you start understanding it so then I would come in every day and I would never look at my email I only had flag tasks in Outlook you know so instead wow. of looking oh at email God, it was the way. best no let me say something <laughs> it was the best feeling in the world to come in and not look at your email because it's such a number that you can't get. I just go, there's oh, 486. I go, I'll just, I'll just drag and delete 50 in a row because I just, if it's important, they'll get back to me. And I, I know that's cost me a lot of problems. Well, so you, so you have this, this person that you've trained, that you trust. And, and if you do it in a certain way, what, the way that I did it, because uh, I'm not like a great delegator. I'm a terrible delegator, believe it or not. Um, and so, but it built. Right? He would put in review and then he would learn. Oh, when well, this is here, right? So it would build. And so I would come in and all I had was like these eight flags. And get this. Oh. You know what the hardest thing though was? <laughs> when I would do the eight flags, I'd be like, oh, I can leave. I got nothing to do until tomorrow. They'll be, right? But I'm like, oh, yeah. got, I got to do something. But no, I could leave and I could just and you go. You could go work out. I go or do whatever I want to do. He's Read looked, a book. Yeah. Inspires and you. then Sai will get on the phone and say, hey, boss, you just got an email that seems urgent or something. Like, and, you know, he, he has you. He's access, you're accessible to him. He can text you, right? So then what happened was I, I said, hey, I wonder if I train Sai, can I train, like, people to do something else? So I hired, like, 20 other ones and taught them how to do medical back office stuff. They were green as green could be for, for right. apnics. So I taught them how to do, like, verification of benefits, data entry, all this stuff, and they were doing great. So then, so then I was like, well, I told Simon, I was like, let's just start, let's start our own company and then we'll offer it to other people. And that's what we've done. And then my friends have IT companies and they're like, hey, can you put someone to do like IT tickets? Yes. Can, can you do someone like can do web development? I need like a WordPress expert. Yes, we can do that. So we have people in the Philippines doing work for people here in Texas. So that's kind of how it's been. But the bread and butter is like these, these folks that just, and they're so eager. They're, they work at your time. They work on your time. Um, you know, eight, eight to five or whatever time frame you want. Um, they speak English, they have a phone, you can talk to them, they text you, right? It's just the time frame isn't a big difference. I mean, they work, believe it or not, that was one of the things when I came back from the Philippines, I said, the U.S. economy is so massive that we have flipped another country's economy upside down. They work at night. Because they you go to lunch at 2 a.m. 
and you're like having a beer and like pizza at Pizza Hut <laughs> with 10,000 Facebook employees. Like our neighbors are Facebook. Um, you know, there's Amazon is there, Facebook is there, JP Morgan's there. Um, and so they all come out to eat lunch at two, 1 a.m., 2 a.m. is the time. And tell and, them about the salaries you pay them versus oh, and how that changes their community well, for the better. Well, here, so here's the thing. The, 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 really, the, the really cool thing, when you were asking me which, what company should we talk about, the really cool thing about SOS is I didn't, I started it with that kind of purpose. Mm -hmm. um, we, we're giving these young people a quality of life that they could not get. I think they are doing work that's commensurate with the work that's done here in the U.S., mm -hmm. but they're paid so much less, right? Mm -hmm. So we can up that and give them a high quality of life and everyone wins, right? We get, you know, there's, there's an employee shortage right now. I mean, it's hard to hire people, right? Mm -hmm. um, we're getting busier and busier. So we have that, that we're, that, oh, that bridge that we're, that gap that we're bridging, and then they're getting excellent pay. They have benefits. Some of the companies don't give many healthcare benefits. Our people all have healthcare benefits. They get paid 30% more than anyone else. Um, they're happy. They're getting married. So that was the other thing. That's like the health, like you look at your, you look at your community, you look at the health of your company, these individuals, three of them got married. A couple of them bought vehicles, right? Wow. And by the, by the way, I grew up in Venezuela, a third world country, right? You've been all over South America. Southeast Asia is poor. Like mm -hmm. the Philippines is very poor. Um, so like, like when I say they bought a vehicle, right? They bought a motorcycle, a, a car, big, big deal, deal, big yeah. deal, right? That's life changing. So, and I tell them, I'm not, this company, we're not gonna, it's not gonna be ginormous. It's mm -hmm. simply, it's for this. It's for your body, mind, and spirit so that you can provide for your family so that then we can give back to the community because I want to mm -hmm. give back to the community. Once we're established, we want to go get an orphanage or a park or some, something that we can do there um, to give back because what I noticed is American companies go in there and they use all those, yeah, they take and take and take and the people are numbers. They're just numbers and numbers and numbers mm -hmm. and I, I don't want that. Our, our company is different. And to we, have meaning and purpose in your day gives so much more to it. Uh, yesterday, Bella went on a team building thing with, at school and they went to Camp Allen and she said one of the instructors was like, you guys are having too much fun. This team building, you need to focus on your task. And she said, mom, wasn't it about having fun <laughs> and about enjoying? And I said, it's interesting, Bella, because I used to work with my father and he's very old school and I was kind of in that path that if we're working, we need to be serious. And now, I see the benefit because I'm very task completion. I've had to kind of train myself that we can have fun and that people can enjoy the journey as much as the destination. And so much in life is about how we get there. And we spend more time at work than we do at home. So if we're enjoying that journey, if we like the people we work with, if we make it yeah. a good environment, there's so much. Yeah productivity in that. That's a lot of what Tony Robbins says too, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you know, you said it perfectly and I tell everyone there that I hire, hey, you spend more time, I, if, you know, my family is the most important thing in my life and uh -huh. um, we spend more time here than we do with our family. Mm -hmm. So we're like a second family. Yes. And so we have to, like I, I, one of the issues I had with SOS with being 8,500 miles on the other side mm -hmm. of the earth was, and my company's here, I'm like, 
I'm like a spiritual glue, so to speak. Like, and yes. what I mean by that is, I walk up and down the halls, and I can feel, I can tell if employees having a yeah. bad day or something. And I'm like, hey, what's going on? How's it going? Well, that's the water kinda, cooler talk. The water cooler. I'm not a really water cooler talk person. I just, I just can but feel. But you want to connect. Yeah, like just right now, like on the Bring drive over here. Yeah. Madeline's husband had appendicitis, and she had, and I wasn't, I hadn't heard from her a little bit. I was a little worried about her. And I just texted her and said, hey, Madeline, how are you doing? How's your husband? You know, she's like, he's doing good. He's getting stitches out. So just a, just a quick little feel. Yeah. Because your employees will stay with you. Like I have employees that have been with us, well I have one, I have some that have been with us 22 years. Yeah, right? I'm sure from the, the lumber plant you've got guys that have been there since day one. Guys since day one, which is unheard of. That's absolutely unheard of. Like it's mm -hmm. such a hard business. I mean it is tough work. You're outside, it's hot, it's cold. Um, we have guys that have been with us since day one, since day one, since 1999 or so. Um, and they were there before because I bought that company from an old man that was retiring. Oh, um, I but, that. Uh, but yeah, the, the the way you, you know, that glue, that feeling or whatever. So how am I going to do that with a company that's 8,500 miles away? And a different time zone. By and a different culture, hours. a different culture. That's the culture is a big part of it. If you're not a student of that, you're totally wasting your time. Rob, so that is where I feel like he really excels for our business is he tries to understand where different people are from, not just the language and speak to them mm. that way, but understand how they negotiate, how they approach Absolutely. things, Absolutely. and understand where they're coming from, even yeah. numbers yeah. in some cultures. When yeah. you quote somebody a price, there are certain cultures that like, is it the number eight in Asia? Eight is a, is a, is a lucky number. Four is a number of death in certain <laughs> Asian cultures. And That's awesome. In some, they won't negotiate price, yet my customers from India, it doesn't matter what the number is, they have to negotiate. And, and there's a whole system to the way it works and it flows to a point where if you give in too early or if you give in too hard, it's just, you've got to learn it and it's, um, there's no book you can read no. and everyone's different and it's, it's fun if you enjoy the people you work with. I, I love my relationships. I've got guys I've done business with in Japan since we first went there 15 years ago and I've watched them get married and their children grow yeah. up and send each other texts and haven't seen them now in three years because of COVID. Mm -hmm. But we still follow each other and, and that's what's good about the Instagram and WhatsApp and stuff. Some of the positives of Instagram, a lot of it there's not, right. but right. Um, right. It's, it's the culture is awesome. It's, it makes me yeah. smile to see the goodness. Absolutely, and, and of course, not just culture, but you're dealing with 25 year olds, 22 year olds, not, you're not dealing with 50 year olds, right? Like you have to yes. be aware of that. They have to have a purpose. They have to have something that's bigger than them, and you have to remind them of that. That's the only thing that'll keep a young person today they, in the job. They will bounce yes. around. They have no loyalty. They, they're not like, not like my dad's, my dad's generation. Like, like, dude, we, they will, like yeah, World War II. Here, we're going to stick with you We'll stick with you all. for 50 years, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. These folks, no. They need to know that they're part of something bigger. They need to know that you're congruent. That's the other thing, like I give them permission. So we, we do a lot of team stuff, obviously, right? Okay. Microsoft Teams or Zoom, as you would uh -huh. say. You're right. And so I tell them, there's a little button there that has a video camera, that's a, to call me. That button's not grayed out. You can call me at any time. And you can call me out on anything I've said. If I say anything that's, that doesn't come true or is not right, you call me. I said, because I have to be accountable too. Just because okay. I'm the president doesn't mean I'm not accountable to things, right? And so that like, that empowers them. That makes them feel like, and I have to stick, I have to stick by that. You know, like I've I've, I've said a few things that were not, I didn't have all the data, but I had to stick by what I said because I can't. And just, you have to own it. I have to own it. 
I have to own it because if I leave, I, if I mess up one time, then they they can't. How can they possibly believe anything else I'm going to say? So you got to be very careful. And true connection in a marriage and business relationships and everything, there's a factor of trust, and I feel like that's where I've seen where relationships end is you lose trust. Absolutely. And so much falls apart. Absolutely. And it's that. Um, is teaching that integrity to to align your words and deeds and I think the only way we do that is through example 100% is by showing them that if I say this I got to do this and if I don't you can call me out on it and that's, that's right. what we've tried to do with our parenting too is you can't just tell them what to do you have to show it with the friends that you have too and how you're modeling that's right. all that behavior Lead by example. Absolutely. And so um, we're almost out of time and we haven't even talked about everything, <laughs> but I love this daily habit scorecard. So this, um, this incredible book you gave me is by Brendan Burchard. Brendan Burchard is like a, he might get upset if he heard me say this, but he might not actually. He's like a new age Tony Robbins guy. Uh -huh. he, had a, he had a death experience where he had a car accident and he basically uh -huh. was going to die or maybe flatline and died and he said hey have I lived have I loved have I left something back have I left a mm -hmm. legacy right and mm -hmm. he kind of went down this path and he's been on Oprah and whatnot I search for things like this my whole life right like like uh -huh. tools or something because I'm so disorganized and I'm so out of whack I'm, like, I'm trying to always like be uh -huh. you know, cutting edge or something and I really I found this guy's planner and it's called the High Performance Planner, and it's a great. There, he has a great book, mm -hmm. um, and so it's one of the best I've ever seen. And if you do it on a daily, so you can't mm -hmm. see this, but there's morning questions and there's mm -hmm. evening questions, right? So you rate yourself in the morning. You ask yourself some specific questions. Tony Robbins would call those morning power questions that yeah, you do. Yeah, like one thing I can get excited about today is we kind of do this with Bella. Like, what was the best thing? About your day to day. High low. We yeah. do high low. High oh, low. Yeah. Rose and thorn. Whatever that is. <laughs> and at a moment I really appreciated today or a task I handled well because we can't check everything off our to-do list ever. But we could say what I did, I did well. And then you can have, you can go to sleep at night. And what does it Maybe do when you, you do that? sleep all night, baby. Yeah. Yes. And it reinforces. <laughs> what The other thing is doing is every day yes. you're reinforcing the stuff you did well. Yes. Right? So if, if, I am 100% convinced if you take that planner and you do that morning and night, uh -huh. it will change your life. It really will change your life. Um, and each planner is two months only, so you buy like uh -huh. a pack of six or so. Um, and I brought you the pretty orange one because I thought it would go well. The color, I might the color, like your mess. <laughs> the color was, I'm sure that color was properly done. But they come in yellow, black, blue, whatever. I get the whole color pack or whatever. And um, it's Halloween. Yeah. We're being spooky here. But um, So I love that planner. Um, I uh -huh. love what it does for you. There's some things on top as well, like the, the top three things you need to do. I'm one of those guys that puts like 50,000 things on a to-do. No. You put three. And you get those three done, like the three most important things that have to be I done. I love that. You know, so it's it's really a life changing thing. I use another system also that's Tony uh -huh. Robbins, um, that we can get into at some other point, but yes. it's also masterful also, especially when you have a bunch of different things going on, a bunch of different demands. Um, this one's a little more like normal, like for a normal person. Uh, the Tony Robbins yes. thing, he, he developed because he had 12 companies and six homes and he was like going to lose his mind. So he came up with this thing called the time of your life. And oh. it's, a, it's a thinking system um, where you look at what you really, your outcome. Mm -hmm. But then you ask yourself the question, why? 
And I teach that to people because it's so important. It's changed also. Like you'll be like, I want something, and then but when you ask yourself why, you realize that you don't really want that. You wanted something else. Like you know, what you really want is happiness, and you really don't need that for happiness. You just think you need Aramis or the, or the Porsche or whatever. I do need Aramis uh, well, <laughs> for happiness. And I, I think five hundred horsepower Porsches are a need, the, the not only daily, but I think it's a, it can be a need if you worked hard enough that you give yourself the enjoyment. Yes, yes, also. because then it it's makes also me happy. saying it's also saying you did well, and I mean that's what I feel like with fashion. Is some people are like, oh, that's shallow, and it's like. For me, it's a creative way of expressing myself to other people, and it says, I made it, I did it, I grew to this, I was able to, yeah. and it's in balance with the other things that you do, I, and like here, productivity, I worked on things that mattered most. Right. So there's today. a, today. 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 Yeah. So just saying, um, it's just, yeah. I'm so excited. You know, excited. going to your thing about style and, and dress, uh -huh. yesterday I had a call at 7 a.m., uh -huh. And uh, the person that I was talking to, they, they get on and they're like, man, you look so nice, like you're properly dressed, whatever. And, and I said, I said, yeah, I go, even if I'm working in at the home, at uh -huh. the house, I'll still get dressed and everything because yeah. it's just a mindset, right? Yes. Like it's just, it's just a way, like you said, it, it permeates through everything, right? Mm -hmm. Someone said you can't be a jerk to the waiter and not be a jerk. A lot said to that. Right? Amen to that. Like you can't, you can't change kind of who you are. You either are who you are or you're not, right? Um, so, and that goes into what you're saying about authenticity and living the authentic yes. lifestyle for sure. So, is there anything else about how do you know it's real? Like, how do you kind of go figure it out? Because you meet so many people, yeah, in your world. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting. Um, there's so many depths to that question, yes. and, and right. And I was, I, I want to say, well, you know, it's real because you touch it. Right, like you know, it's real. You touch it, but sometimes that can be a little deceiving as well. And then the thought came, you know, you know, if it's real, if they're vulnerable, like yes. if they open up and they're vulnerable or whatever, it's real. I've been working with a little bit of that uh, in my relationships and whatnot, and mm -hmm. um, and I find that it's tough sometimes to be vulnerable and to be open. And more Brene Brown, that's her <laughs> word. <laughs> well, he he, he gave me the book. Like, yeah, he told me which book to get, but uh, um, but yeah, there's. Um, but, um, and Brene Brown is a Houstonian. Yeah. She is. And Shout she's just, yeah. Um, yeah, like uh, shame and vulnerability and the yeah. way what that does. And I found out that when I was vulnerable, then I went to shame. And then you had to figure out how to not because you had to say, okay, what's my why? What, what's, what am I trying to achieve? And let it be yeah. enough. Yeah. And let what you do be enough. Yeah. You know, I tell my girls when... Well, they don't do it anymore, actually, so I must have gotten through. But when they would say something bad to each other, they would yes. talk to each other, I'd say, I'd say, the world is tough enough. Aww, you yeah. guys have to lift each other up at all times. Never mm -hmm. bring each other down because the world's going to try to do that for you anyway. So I think that's another thing, too. You know, like we just, we just have to, li you have to be around people that love you. Yes. You know, like I, and this sounds cliche or whatever, but I have a tremendous relationship with my mother, right? Mm -hmm. She loves me, like, honestly, yeah. unconditionally and whatnot. Mm -hmm. and, and it's a safe place, and she's uplifting mm -hmm. and whatnot, right? And um, that's, that's special. And, and I want to be that for my children, my brother, right, my father. These mm -hmm. are people that just, they just lift me up, you know? Um, and you have to be around those people 90% of the time. Because <laughs> those are going to try to beat you. Yeah, yeah, they're going to try to beat you yes. down a little bit. And you know? we tell our daughter, invest in people that invest in you. Because I think that's, 
because the world is tough enough already. Yeah, Almost exactly. Really well, yeah. you have lifted us up in thank such you. an incredible no, thank way. You guys for having I was me. brought to thank tears you. many times, <laughs> and we will really use I'm this. I'm excited to use the book too. I know. I think that we um, please try it. And I want to get one for you and for Bella because I think it's good conversation at, at dinner time too. To get deeper than how was your day? Yeah, because yeah. I feel like kids don't yeah. always forget respond about even to that. scheduling the day. Just do the yeah. do the the morning questions, some of the morning uh -huh. questions, and then, um, and I can tell you that I, I have a whole slew of those filled out every single day for years, like I did it every single day. And I think that's good too to see your growth. Yeah. So then you can, well, yeah. thank you so much. Thank you guys for Hugs having me. Thank you. Thanks thank for coming. It was a pleasure, good man. Sure. All right. Yeah, thank you guys. Y'all have a great week and we'll see you next week on Living the Authentic Life.